What up, Podcast Land? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of this community. Uh, so excited about the Clouds and Dirt K-Swiss launch. Sneakers are now available. We, uh, we upped the production dramatically because the limited edition sellout thing was super fun, but the reality is, this is just so silly. I just wanna see people in the world wearing them. Like, I just wanna be in the airport and be like, there they are, there they are. So, up the production seriously. If you haven't gotten your pair yet, it would mean the world to me if, uh, if you've, uh, if you are the kind of person that wears sneakers, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could pop a pair, cop a pair, roll with a pair, just get a pair. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be You are not happy right now. You have to break your patterns and you have to look at life from a different perspective. You have to find a different angle to look at it from um, because this goes fast even though it's long. Welcome to the Philippines, sir. Thank you, my friend. Great to see you. So what's the story? You were born in San Fran. I was born in San Francisco. went to school and um, I wanted to play, I mean, that's like every Bay Area kid's dream is to be a basketball star in the NBA. That was like my girl. That was my girl. You were tall, right? Yeah, I'm this tall Filipino kid that's going to make it in I just realized I wasn't good enough, so I, I was like, maybe PBA. When? When? When I was in uh, college. Okay. I couldn't even get into college. It was like a community college yeah. in uh, San Francisco. I couldn't yep. get in basketball. Yep. So um, I was like, yeah, I think I'll just go to the Philippines and try to make <laughs> it Philippine basketball. And? <laughs> I didn't make it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, it's time to give up that dream and uh, move on <laughs> to something else. So yeah, I got into acting. Uh, I started auditioning. Uh, Very it's cool. A different, um, it's a different style. Yeah, different uh, com- companies okay. for products, and yeah, I, did, I didn't land any commercials for like six months. I was going to like literally. I know exactly why you're successful because all you had was, you know, adversity coming up. I, I mean, I was. I just kept on getting shut down. And, uh, and did you like it or did you I, hate it? I hated it. Yeah. Man. I mean, yeah. I, I don't like rejection, dude. Yeah. But I mean, you gotta. Did you respect it, or were you like this? Like people don't see it. Nah, I mean, oh, what did you say? Like, like, it, did you respect it? Where you were like, okay, I, I got to keep working my craft, or you were like, this is some that casting nah, director's I mean, an I, idiot. That's the first one. I was like, yeah, I got to keep on okay. working at it. That's good. I mean, it's good that I kind of had my um, my mom pushing me. She was like, yeah, I mean, just do whatever you want to do. There's gonna be a lot of failures along the way, but yeah, more of just keep on failing, and you'll you'll make it eventually. Right? And then what happened? And then finally, I landed like this bit role. It's like a small, a really small role on TV. Um, so there's only two to three networks here. Yep. So I got one. I got in a station, and um, they're like, "Yeah, I'll hop on. You'll uh, you'll play a role." And I don't. I guess like people just started catching up, and they started seeing me, and that's how basically it started. They're like, "Yeah, okay. His name's CN, and." Uh, um, We'll start getting in for projects, and that's how it started. Started doing movies and stuff. That's amazing. Kind of worked my way up from there. What was the biggest? Was there a break, or was there a single thing that cut, or was it just all stepping oh, no. steps? There was this one movie that they tried to. Uh, it was me and this, um, and my partner, my on-screen partner. Her name is Kim. So we did a romantic comedy movie, yep. and it was like number one in in like back in 2013. And that's when it blew like, up. made like 300 million, so they're like, ah, oh, okay, cool, let's make another one, let's make yeah. another one. So yeah, that's how, that's how it started. It's like the big break right there, movies. Yep. Yeah. And so what's been going on in the last couple of years? Last couple of years, I'm like, 
dude, I've been watching your videos, man. That inspired me so much. Thank you, man. No, really, like, I don't know. I've been pretty confused with what I want to do. Like, of course, I'm, I, I love what I'm doing. I love acting. I love doing all these things. But, you know, the, the, there's like a part of me that just wants to grow. Like what you're saying in your videos that the internet platforms that you want to just keep on creating, right? So You can be global. Yeah. So I want to do that. I want to do that. But it's really hard, man. It's really hard. The good, the good news is so is getting, you know, to the point where you got. Like all that rejection, like... The, the best part is, like, when I hear you go through your narrative, I'm like, okay, good. He, like, now, that's why I asked a couple of nuanced questions on, like, how'd you deal with the rejection? Like, how much do you like the rejection? Like, and, you know, the toughest part is when you're coming from a low spot, you know, climbing or rejection's a little bit different. Coming from a luxurious spot, like success they come from, and putting in patience again kind of sucks. And by the way, I did it. I, I won in the wine business and then I started all over. And then I, you know, I won in, in, in kind of like the online content thing, then I started all over. I transitioned from wine content to then business content. And then even took another step 18 months ago and was like kind of went pot committed. And VaynerMedia, same thing. Small, now it's getting big. And honestly, I can already sense like, okay, you know, four, five, six years from now when it's like a billion dollar company, I'm gonna be like, all right, I gotta go start from, to me, it's do you either, either love the process or you don't. Like, if you, like if you want something big, if you wanna grow, I mean, you've already pulled off something that most people never pull off. Right, if you want to pull off something bigger, you just gotta, gotta so it's normal. Is, gotta, is that normal? I mean, I'm, that's like the question in my head right now. Is there is no normal, normal. there's you, right? Yeah. Like, normalizing from other people's experiences aren't gonna bring you any value. There's no normal, there's you. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there can't be normal. Was it normal 20 years ago to have two men filming this? I know, exactly, <laughs> I mean, right? I that's mean, super not normal yeah, you know it's crazy. um you know like vans are gonna have to get bigger we're running out of seats around here like you know so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i i think that i think the biggest thing that you need to think about is don't quantify based on other people's feelings like are other people going through this all human behaviors are somewhat at some level to your question normalized there's fear there's there's anxieties there's excitement there's confidence there's insecurity there's a million different things i think the thing that's interesting about you is you're clearly driven. Like, you know, first you wanted to be in the NBA, then yeah, you wanted to be right? in the B, then you wanted to be in the PBA, then you wanted to act. Like I think I think the thing that you need to understand is that you've got a gear of motivation that makes you do. The first two things in sports didn't work out. The thing that worked out in acting, it did work out. Whatever the definition of what you're trying to figure out right now, it may or may not work. What I'm excited about is the fact that you've got a gear that makes you want to do. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, I'm falling into that trap, though. Um, but I saw your video, which was really helpful, a couple of days ago, where you're like, stop comparing yourself to others. Like, you had a video who are you, like, Who are you comparing yourself to? Like, The know, Rock? Like, no, I mean that. A, like, The Rock? Yeah, like, I mean, like, you guys, like, if, like I see... I see. Or, the, like, the big vloggers the that have... Big vloggers, and they're like, yeah, oh, my God. But look, but look at me, right? I'm not growing all that aggressively on YouTube. My views per episode are down probably year over year. I, I'm i just not worried about it because I know why I'm doing it, why I wanna do it. And I think one of the biggest 
problems right now, especially for people under 30 who want to be influencers or entrepreneurs, which is almost everybody, there's a lot of vanity metrics that they're trying to achieve to that mean nothing. I raised $50 million, so you might go out of business. I've got a million subscribers, so I've got 10 million subscribers. So I think, I think right now in a, we live in a world that has so much data that people are living towards the numbers. How many likes, how many followers, yeah, yeah, yeah. how much capital I've raised. It, it's a, it becomes a numbers rack race and it usually leads to bad behavior because when you're chasing a number that people can see, you often take shortcuts. Yeah, I think that's that's the problem. Like I'm, I'm too worried now on how much like, you do this. Like Logan Paul has nothing to do with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, that's true. It just doesn't. Like, Logan's gonna do Logan, you're gonna do you. Like I'm gonna do me and Rex is gonna do her. Like it's, it's great to be inspired by. It's great to be inspired by, it's great to use something as like a North Star for ambition, but that needs to be manifested in a positive way, not a negative way. Like, because what you're talking about is actually envy. When you're looking at what somebody else has, you're talking about envy. Envy's I'm, you know? I know I'm at my weakest when I root for the New York Jets. I envy teams that win a lot of Super Bowls. And, it's, and, I can, and I know what that feeling is. That's a weak feeling. I'm weak as a sports fan. But as a human, I'm the reverse, and that's why I fully understand. And, and the scary part is most people are weak as humans. They envy. And I'm like, get the out of that. <laughs> like, I, I get pumped when I, when I, I'll give you a good example. This kid, Dunk, that worked for me for a year when I met him, he had this basketball account, Dunk. I don't know if you follow it because you like basketball. Like, he had like two million followers. I didn't, I wasn't jealous of him or being like this kid. I was inspired. I was like, good for you. Like you like are doing what I believe in. And, uh, and no question that was like a match of like, okay, like I want to, I want to, not that I wanted to compete with it because he's like a, he's like a child of mine, let alone little brother, <laughs> 19, whatever. But, but you know, it's great to be inspired by, but being envious of, and it's a very, very fine line, and I understand, but it usually speaks with being happy inside, and I think the bigger thing that you need to think about is do you love your process? Like, are you enjoying, like, is this fun? I'm sure he's a lovely dude. Is this fun (laughs) that you're filming this, or are you doing it because you think it's gonna get you to the next level of success? And I think that that's an important thing to understand. For me, both, but if I didn't love it, then there's a lot of things I know I should be doing. I should be answering unlimited questions on Quora. But I just don't want to, thus I'm not. I want to hire a writer to get that done because it's a good idea, it's a little fun fact for everybody out there. You know, uh, I should be commenting more now with threaded comments on Instagram so I show up at the top because I'm verified and get tons of audience. I'm just. Oh, is that how it works? If you reply, I'm a big believer that one of the. If you are fortunate enough to be verified right now on Instagram, you should be replying on other verified accounts at scale, but not spammy. Not just like yo or a peach emoji if somebody's got a cute. <laughs> but like, you should be replying with something meaningful because when people see, it's kind of like this. I, I tweeted about uh, last night in uh, in Singapore about if you do the follow unfollow thing, you're lame. Not because it may not work or work, or it's because the intent is not good. You follow somebody hoping they follow you back, and then you unfollow them. So like, it's posturing. It's got the wrong intent. But if you go and leave comments on everybody, and you actually follow people and become part of their communities, like intent matters. 
And so, anyway, there's a ton of things I know I should be doing, but I don't do them because they're not necessarily a thing I love to do. Um, and I think only when you love it is when it really gets cracking. I didn't make a lot of content, do a podcast, all this other stuff, because what I was loving right there was super head down Vayner for three years. Vayner got big enough and I got better. I got better and I figured out a system. I'm still living my business life, DRush is filming it, which is why I wasn't a vlogger the way that everybody else grew up, which was this, right? Yeah. Right, this was, this was Casey, this was Logan, this was you know everybody else. I didn't roll that out because if I was doing that, I wouldn't have been able to do my life. Yeah. That's how I came up with this. Yeah. Got it? Yep. This was unique and maybe even douchey and awkward and definitely socially not acceptable <laughs> three years ago. Do you have your camera guy follow you like? Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. This was su super, super socially awkward three years ago and now. And now it's kind of accepted. Like people are like, oh, okay, cool, he's vlogging. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> so I think what you need to think about is a very big reason acting probably worked out was you both thought it could bring you something you were looking for from a level of attention and success and fame and dollars, but you also liked it. Yeah. Because otherwise, if you didn't like it, you would have quit after the third no at auditions. Know, right? <laughs> when you do something for money, you quit. When you do it because you love it, you do it it's forever. Hundred percent. People quit all the time because they're doing it for the money. Cryptocurrency, real estate, uh, tech investing, it's all because whatever's a hot market, all those markets go up and down. They go up and down from the re reasons they, are, they create big bubbles is because an enormous amount of people are in it for the money. For the money, not for the investment, for I want money to do something with that money. I think the bigger question is, what do you want the money for? I, I have one question. Like, yeah. Um, in terms of structure, mm -hmm. like, am I supposed to have my own structure, or is that just gonna? What does that mean? Like, am I supposed to be? You talking about agents, production companies, uh, all that? No, I mean, no. Like, in terms of how I put out my videos, am I supposed to have like a schedule? Am I supposed to? I see. Um, look, I think you have to respect an audience. I do think a scheduled time is something people enjoy-ish. I don't, but I think, I think you can win either way. I mean, are you asking noon every day or are you asking do it every day or like? Yeah, kind of like that. Like, am I supposed to be? You're supposed to do nothing. No. So like, you've got to understand an audience is going to react a certain way, but let me say this. If you tell me, what, when I hear that question, I'm like, I don't want him to have a schedule because the fact that you're even asking it means it's a stress point for you. It is, it so, is. I'm like, what am so, I gonna do? Right, so to me, if you think, if I said to you, if somebody who you admire advice, and I said to you, you have to do it five days a week at noon, it's probably not gonna succeed because the pressure or the anxiety of having to do that when it doesn't come natural or interesting to you breaks it down. If I said to you, create and put out when you have things that you're inspired by or you're feeling it, yeah. well then you've got something. Perfect, perfect. It's all an inside game. Yeah. I think the bigger question is like, what are you up to? Like, why are you doing it? Like, what's up? Yeah. You know, like, you trust myself. You got, I, never, you know, I never really asked myself. You that. have to ask that because it's, is it, is it blocking an insecurity? Is it to get the girl? Is it, is it, is because you're trying to mask as much as you can because you don't actually don't like working and you want to live up. The reason so many people fail in life and business is their model is let me get the money so that I can enjoy and relax. 
they think of it as like hoarding it and then eating it all over time. It's all retirement and all this. It's such a bad way to think because then you're feeling the pressure of like amassing so that you can then enjoy. You need to be enjoying the amassing so much that you never get to the enjoying part. Like I will never retire. Because <laughs> it's not as fun as working. Like it's not as fun. Like it's very, it's not as fun for me to lay on the beach and play golf all day and, and, and lay on a yacht in the middle of the Mediterranean for 100 days in the summer and go to vineyards and go to concerts and, and see friends. That's not as fun as 15 hours of meetings all day. That is what people have to figure out. Whether that's singing or being a mother or teaching a classroom, what is more fun than the cliche things that everybody puts in their Instagram? I don't want to lay in a swan in a pool. I don't want to. I don't want to go to Ibiza for four days. I do not want to. I don't. I want to sit there and smile. I'm literally the reverse human. People go in their feeds and they have FOMO because everybody's in Ibiza and swans. Yeah, yeah. I'm smiling because I'm like, you're in Ibiza. But also we shouldn't, should, we shouldn't also... Um... Do you understand, Raisa? Because if you're in Ibiza and I'm putting in work, yeah, yeah, my machine's getting big. And like, I, to me, the game matters. And by the way, somebody may be looking and being like, Gary, looks like 4 a.m., six flights in Asia, and I'm sitting here in Ibiza. And for her or him, that's winning, and that's great. Figure out what your winning is. My winning is different than a lot of people's. I don't get envy, I get excited, I get competitive, I enjoy it, I enjoy my thing. What's your thing that makes you the happiest? And just focus there. Only there. You gotta ask why, what are you chasing? Maybe what's happening to me now is I'm looking at all these accounts that I'm like, should I be doing this? like that, I'm like, damn, should I be? What you're realizing in culture and you know, is that the attention is going away from the movie theater and the television and going into the phone and these platforms. <laughs> That's true. So That's you, true. you can feel that you won something and now it's going away. Yes, exactly, exactly. I'm there aware. I, brother, I know what the score is. <laughs> I know what the score is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I think you need to not look at that as a negative. Yeah. You need to look at that as a positive because if you were an actor from 25 years ago, you would have just become complacent. You're lucky that the game's forcing you to have to be sharp again. <laughs> Either you look at it as a positive or a negative. People would say, oh, this is a negative. You're losing your throne. I'm saying, no, 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 this is awesome. You get to keep playing. That's somebody who loves the game. Got it? I, I, I think I sandbag myself from success. I could have way more success. But I'm trying to, I'm foreplaying my life. <laughs> While everybody's playing Fortnite, I'm playing foreplay of my life, of my career. What do you mean by that? I mean, I'm slow rolling it. Like, I'm foreplaying it. Like, I'm holding off for more enjoyment later. <laughs> you know. I mean, that's, but I honestly genuinely believe that that's what I'm doing with my career. Like, I, I listen, D-Rock will tell you, like, I came off a of vacation, I said, you know what, I'm holding off too much. Let me get a little more offensive. And I said, I'm gonna fix Instagram, I'm gonna fix my podcast, and I'm gonna get into hip hop. 
Yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> 20 months later, I'm doing just okay. okay. From you know, like, so I can turn it on and off, which is cool, and that's talent, and that feels nice. But but it speaks to me liking it. I think you need to you need to find something you love. You're also uh, doing uh, sports sports yes. now, right? AJ and I, my brother, started a sports representation business, Vayner Sports, repping NFL athletes, Jerry Maguire stuff. So it's super fun. We'll get into the NBA too. <laughs> and esports, those are kind of like places we're looking at. So I'm excited about that. It's crazy. So you came here when you were how old? 18, 19. And now you're how old? I'm on 29. I turned 29 two days ago. You look good, man. Two days ago? Wait a minute, Liz. Hey, Liz. You shared the same birthday as my sister. Uh, July. Oh, 12. 12. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. cool. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> Cancerians. Cancerians. Yes. We, uh, we're loving people. We're hard on the outside and super sensitive. Very sensitive. We're very sensitive. Oh, man. Wait, you're speaking here, right? In Wall of Asia? I have no idea. Steve? Convention Center. Convention Center. Celine's coming This is like one of my one of my dreams to, to be like an inspirational speaker, like what you're doing right now. Like, God, that's so crazy. Because you, you like the live stage? Yes, and at the same time, I want to be able to, because like right now I have like, most of my followings are like old people and kids. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, old, old, old moms, like uh, 40s. Old mom? <laughs> 40s and above. Kind of like that. It's kind of like my I'm, <laughs> demographic. I'm almost, I'm almost one of your fans, I guess. Got it. So you have, you have 40 year old moms and. and uh, little kids, little kids. Because of the movies you've been doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all uh, love stories. And, yep. Uh, yeah, so like. Right now, like a couple, like maybe last year, I was like, man, I want to be like an inspirational speaker, you know, like, because all the kids sometimes when I, when I do meet and greets, they're like, yeah, what should I do, blah, 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 like, they're asking me for advice, I'm like, man, one of these days I should be, I want to talk about the things, that, like, what you're doing, like, yep. yeah, I want to be like that. I want to be able to give out advice. I've got know? really, I've, I genuinely think anybody can do it. Um, what I mean by that is, you can start tomorrow, the biggest problem is, the way people think of inspirational speakers now, unfortunately people are, are pulling, putting up facades. Yeah. The, the definition, to me, the definition of somebody who's an inspirational uh, communicator is the person that speaks the most truth. You can do it tomorrow, you're famous in this country. If you go talk about your insecurities, your strengths and your weaknesses, you'll be off to the races. People don't even hear me talking about my weaknesses. I do it all the time. I suck at school. I suck at this. I can't do logistics. Like, they don't think it matters because I've achieved success, but there are things that other people dwell on. Yeah, the fear I'm getting at is I, I don't want to seem like I'm putting off. Uh, yeah, he's just trying to be this. I, I agree. That's why I'm giving you the advice of don't yeah. try to be this. Exactly. Just yeah. go talk. Be like, here's my story. And then what you start happening is you learn over time. Like, it took me a while to talk about the fact that I didn't own any of Wine Library. That was something I kept inside. But, but as I got to tell that, that opened up doors for other people. I thought it kind of potentially looked bad on my dad. And then I kind of looked at it differently. I'm like, wait a minute, that's what immigrant families do. Then I opened it up. Now, now when I tell kids to be patient, now they're like, wait a minute, well he's really started with nothing at 34. Like, that when you yeah, I mean, I mean, I built. YouTube? I started YouTube at thirty. I started business YouTube at thirty. For the wine, I was thirty-one. But like that, but that business <clears throat> was my dad's. Like I wasn't getting the money. So you know, I think that um, yeah, man, it's about patience. Like twenty-nine, 
literally 29 year old me, 13 years ago, is just a fundamentally different person. It was still me, right? I put out a video the other day from 2008 and (laughs) and everyone's like, Jesus, it's basically the same it is, which is amazing. But there's so much experience, there's so much more perspective, there's different understandings and, and speaking has allowed me to get to it. Like there's nothing more honest than you and an audience, especially when it's just you. Oh yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not in Broadway plays. Like this is just me, one man show, straight from the dome. You know, I don't even I don't have powerpoints or other things to hide behind. Like I really genuinely don't know what the f- I'm gonna say when I go on stage. I mean, oh, nice. and okay. and you see it. D Rock knows this. Like it goes in patterns. Like I'll get into a I'll get into a pattern. I'll get into like a subject matter. Like this whole trip is now about parenting all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, like, um, tell your truth, man. Yeah. Like, and honestly, your weakness is predicated on your secrets and your, and your, and your strengths are predicated on your truths. It's very real. It's been a blast. <laughs> it's been a blast hanging out with you for like 20 minutes, man. For sure, man. I really, uh, I, you know what? I like how uh, how you're reacting to my commentary. Like, like you're you're gonna win, dude. Like, I poked and you didn't run away, or you, you said yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, listen to me, listen to me. I mean this very, very, very seriously. Own your truths, expose your secrets. You'll be, you'll you'll become you'll become a hundred percent unstoppable. Thanks, man. Million dollar advice right there. Take care, brother. Thank you, Gary. Just finished up the meeting. Obviously took a shower and changed a little bit uh, on this whirlwind Asian tour. And uh, I think the the interesting thing is literally, um, as I'm I'm trying to put a a, a bumper here, is a bumper, how does it, a a tail end? No, nonetheless, somebody, there's a debate right now going on Twitter of like, how many years do you have to work until the hard work into the thing. This guy's like, Gary Vee, you said you hustled your face off for 10 years. He's like, I only had to do it for two years. I couldn't imagine doing it for 10. And I'm laughing at him. And another guy jumps in and goes, well, Gary said it best, eat for blank years and eat caviar for the rest of your life. And one of the things I'm realizing, especially off the talk we just had, is for me, the is the caviar. Like, I love the process. I love building. Like, and you just have to be self-aware. Like, if you want... If, if for you life is spending 30, 40, 50 years on a beach with mansions and playing tennis all day and golf, then that's amazing. And then I assume if that's your great happiness, you are gonna try to make as much wealth as possible, as quickly as possible, because you think, um, or you know, uh, that that's what makes you happy. I, I just, I'm just, really, really interested in starting to get this conversation into a happiness conversation. Like, I just think a lot of people are trying to achieve success and and use fame or money as makeup for uh, a situation that they're just not happy about. Like, you have to figure out how to make your day in and day out happy. Like, otherwise you're gonna be impatient and try to be out of it as quickly as possible to buy those things. or you're gonna regret it later in life, right? I think the people that are workaholics that regret missing their family is it didn't make them as happy as they thought. They didn't take advantage of the family time. That, like, it's just, it's a, this is just a big happiness game. One big happiness game. And that young man has achieved a lot at 29 and I'm just, I'm asking him why. Like, 
you know, because he has under a million followers on Instagram and he wants to have two million to what? To keep up with the Joneses? The Joneses have been brought up a bunch on this trip to me in my head and conversations on and off screen and like, I just want to find these Joneses. I want to find these Joneses and kill them because <laughs> the Joneses are you guys up. And I don't know who these Joneses are, but they're bad people. The Joneses are bad, bad people and they're, and they're ruining most of your lives and I just don't give a about the Joneses, I don't know who these Joneses are and they definitely don't have any impact on my life and so I figure out what makes me happy and so like that's what I do and you need to figure out what that is and, and I, just, I just don't understand how people think wealth is the gateway to happiness. I just don't. Or you know, the, the gateway to happiness is to love your process, whatever that may be, whether that creates wealth or doesn't, if that creates legacy and art or it doesn't, uh, that creates impact on the world or it doesn't. You've gotta, you've gotta try and figure that out at all costs. And if you're not happy right now, you need to do something different. You just have to, if you are not happy right now, you have to break your patterns and you have to look at life from a different perspective. You have to find a different angle to look at it from um, because this goes fast even though it's long. Pull through the years, boy. Shaved off the fears, boy. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the audio experience. It would mean the world, and I mean the world, if you could go and leave a rating on iTunes. Your word of mouth is my oxygen.